Hopefully. This is recording. So, hello, hello. My name is Wet Memes, aka David Mills, which y'all know that already. And I'm here with. It's me, Jay Waters, aka Justin. Yes, sir. If y'all don't know. Yes, yes. You know the vibes. And today, I don't know. Where do you want to start? You want to start with music? You want to start with yourself? Start with whatever. I mean, for the people that don't know me, I guess we can start with myself. Okay. So, talk a little about it. Ah, so, talk a little bit about yourself. So, um, my name is Justin. Yes. Uh, I go by Jay Waters. It's my rapping name. Uh, I make music, man. Like, it's always been a thing of mine since perhaps sixth grade, I would say. But I didn't really start recording till like my junior year. No, my senior year of high school with Elvin and uh, Alberto. Shout out Elvin. I love Shout you, out. bro. Shout out. Mr. Elwap himself. Yeah, Where that need you too? Where that need <laughs> we you We need you too. part two, bro. Come on. We need that. Slacking on them. Not oh, God, bro. We need that expeditiously. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. But, um, but yeah, uh, it was senior year I started recording seriously, but... Before then, I was just writing, mm-hmm. like on a, on a notebook and stuff, and I didn't really write my first song till um, probably April of 2018, like during my senior year, because like I was writing verses for the group project. Mm-hmm. We never released that group project. I was devastated. We had like six songs I think planned. We we're gonna mm-hmm. drop it before we graduated, but we never dropped it. And we made a fire ass song called Alone. It was over a Post Malone type beat, T. and that shit was fire, man. I miss that. Drop that shit. If y'all listening, drop that shit. I don't <laughs> care real. what y'all doing. Make that song. Drop that project. We need to re-record that, Elvin and Alberto, for yes, sure. Yes. But, um, yeah, like, uh, during the summer 2018, I recorded my first, first solo song. Mm-hmm. I sent you um, Between the Lines, I think that's what it was called. Yeah, Between the Lines. It was over a Juice World type beat. And, like... I ain't release it just because of mixed, uh, you know, feedback I got for it. So I just wasn't feeling it. And it's just, I just ain't like it no more. It's like my own, like one of my friends that I was cool with, well, a dude I was cool with, he was just like cutting ass on the song and shit. Like, oh, this shit ass. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not releasing this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you... Well, do you think you'll ever release that song? Maybe nah, one day? No. I don't think I will, no. <laughs> I don't think I will. <laughs> it was a cool song for, like, during that time period, at least, because it was over Juice World beat, like I said, and it was, like, some heartbreak, sad shit. So, you know, I was going through the motions during that time, so I don't think you'll see the light of day now, but... Damn. It'd be like I'll that. leak it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Nah. Um, do, do you take people's opinions more personal now? Do you, like... Um, How do you do with that with your music? When I first started, I took it very personal because, of course, I'm just starting. So, like, instead of, like, bashing me, try to, like, you know, uplift me and stuff and, like, give me advice, give me pointers. But now it's just, like, when I get criticized for the music, it don't matter to me because I'm going to still make music regardless. As you should. Like, I appreciate any sort of feedback I get. So, like, if people are not messing with this certain song, I figure out a way to make it better. And if they still don't like it, then go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the tea. I'm not here to impress no one. Yes. Make what you I make. I do this for myself, yes. for my friends. Yes. Do you... Have you been experimenting with any new sounds? Or are you um, just sticking to what you know right now and trying to perfect that? I've been trying to experiment with different type of sounds for a while, like... The song I made with Sky, it was like a different approach than the music I usually make. Mm-hmm. It was like 
I was going like soup like on that lyrical miracle shit. Like I was lyrical just miracle. <laughs> I was just rapping so fast on that beat. And Sky, if you're watching this, I'll put a Kendrick Lamar control on your song, bro. I'm sorry. You had to <laughs> It'd be like that, bro. But um <laughs> But yeah, like I've been trying to experiment with sounds for a while now. Like even when I first started, the music that I was making before then it's nothing like the music I was making now. So it was just like I was trying to do songs over low peep type beats, um, juice world type beats, and I was just like trying to like not sound like them but like utilize how they make their own music especially mm-hmm. Lil Peep since it's like some punk rap top, yeah punk rap type of music I just always wanted to do something like that so hopefully in the near future I'll start you know doing that again and like going getting out of my comfort zone more and just do a bunch of stuff did you make music like that because of the headspace you were in around that time I would say so yeah because like even um like, the most recent song that I do remember was over a little PB, but it was, like, probably last year. Yeah, it was, like, last year, like, early 2019. I forgot what what was the beat and the name of the song, but um, it was just over, like, some sad shit again. It was just, like, talking about, like, my personal things, though, like, my demons and stuff. You know, niggas be fighting demons. I've been going through the motions sometimes, but that's okay, Speak on bro. that. Speak on that. What like, type of demons you be facing? Man, just like my inner demons, like my own thoughts be getting to me sometimes, like my negative thoughts. And it's just, you know, you feel like you want to be giving up sometimes. Yeah. I don't, I just like, that shit be hitting hard. And it's just like, yo, am I really going to make it out here? Like, is my, is my music really cut out for this shit? And then I just snap back into reality and just like, I got what it takes to be successful. So I can't bring myself down. Yes. Because, you know, like Chance said, I tripped to make the false shoulder. So. No, if I fall, I got to get right back up. Yes. Yes. Shout out Channel. Shout, shout out, out Channel. Goat. Your last album was trash, though. But shout out Channel. <laughs> Honestly, I haven't listened to that album as much as I used to because, yeah. like, it just didn't flow over time. I feel like when it first <laughs> came out, I really enjoyed it. Like, I was defending yeah. it. But now I, I only listen to, like, a handful of yeah, songs. Yeah, like, as time progresses, it's just, it's not a good album. In my opinion, at least, it's not a good album. I can see why people don't like it. Like the transition from what coloring book to what the big day. I don't want to hear 23 songs about your wife, bro. I don't. It's I get the message, though. Yeah, for real. I really do like what he did. Mm -hmm. And I like that he took that, you know, headspace and put that into a song. Like it basically like puts you in the space of if you were at that. Like if you were like at his perspective, at least and like how he felt and everything. And that was pretty cool. And um, how he's more. Uh using god in his music now like yeah. he always used a choir throughout his whole um discography like from what 10 day to you know to big day um i like the whole like gospel type thing he uses especially mm. in the outros it's very beautiful to see like you could just you feel god right yeah. there man. Like, and when he's he just performs, so spiritual that grammy's performance man. that should that's one of my favorite performances his performance for ultra light beam Goaded, goaded, god, god tier. Because of Mr. Kanye West, shout out Kanye, man. How do you feel about Kanye right now, given his current state Yo, Kanye, of the media? If Kanye was still running, I'll vote for that man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping it a buck right now. I'll vote for that man. Gee. And to those who are watching, y'all gonna judge me for that, and I don't care. What makes you think I won't vote for another black man in the office? I felt that. I felt that. I would. I'm not going to lie. We'll vote for him because it's Kanye. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's Kanye. Did Joe Biden make 808s and heartbreak? <laughs> I don't think so. 
True. I true. don't think so. Change the game with that one. Like you can't deny exactly that. influence a lot of these artists that are out now, like Drizzy Drake. Shout out Drake. Yeah, shout out Drake, I mean, man. Like recently, I've come to the fact that I wouldn't say I actually mm-hmm. I do like Drake. Yeah. I just don't. I haven't found a project that's really been like, oh man. nah, this shit goes crazy. Because I haven't listened yeah. to his old um albums. I have to listen because I've been waiting for this new album. Oh yeah, for that sure. That he said man. was gonna come out in summer. I've been but waiting. But it's sep- it's October, <laughs> it's October now. October what fifth? Yeah. Drop the fucking album. Facts, bro. Like this is literally the month to drop the album. If it he is. doesn't drop it this month, don't drop it till next year. I'm gonna be sad if you don't drop it, bro. But I'm gonna need that album, man. But um, what do you what do you think about Drake? Like, what are your thoughts on Drake? Like, I heard think the thing- at first I didn't really like, like I felt like he was overhyped. Mm-hmm. But around 2016, I listened to him because he was popping off. Yeah. Because the whole Meek thing, views, one dance. He had he had yeah, 2016 on lock that whole summer. And he was also with Rihanna. So, like, that was a whole bunch of things that was happening. And I really did like that. But I felt like when More Life came out, I wasn't really liking that project. Mm. I didn't listen to the whole thing. I only listened to some of the songs like Portland. and Yeah. Um, what's the song with gigs? KMT. Is KM, is it gigs on KMT? <laughs> Batman. Never been, uh, no. I think it's gigs. Is it gigs? I'm gonna have to look into that later. But um KMT, like when that song dropped, I liked it because of the flow he used, and that's obviously X's flow from Look At Me. Yes. But when that nigga Gigs or whoever was that came on the track, I just cut it off right there. <laughs> I'm like It was so weird, but I liked it because it was so funny. Like the bars <laughs> made no sense. Like Batman thudana thudana. Like bro, that stop. <laughs> that's pure. Like give him a Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! But um, I love Drake. Me personally, I do love Drake. Mm-hmm. Like a, my favorite project from Drake will always be Nothing Was the Same. That's his first one. That's his. I believe his third album. Mm-hmm. His first one was Thank Me Later, and then second was Take Care. Won a Grammy for that, and then the third one was uh. Nothing was the same. That's one of the my one friends, with his face, on yeah, the side. yeah, his I face remember. and then the clouds in the back, yeah. That was a really great album. Still my favorite to this day. I put it over "Take Care." To be honest, that's a, a very bold statement. Everybody loves that. Album it, everyone loves that reason. album, but for me, I'm putting "Nothing Was the Same" over "Take Care." That's just me though, personally. Like the whole vibe and the atmosphere of the album was just like it was totally different from "Take Care," but like the concept was still there. It was just the way he utilized different flows the samples and everything which is beautiful shout shout out Noah 40 he's the one i've of, watched a video on how he produces mm-hmm. and it's crazy because he has everything manually set up yeah like his studio he's fucking sick man do you think you would ever get into producing a lot of people have been telling me like yo like do you ever want to produce are you ever gonna are you ever gonna get into producing it's just like i thought about it but it's just probably not now probably in the near future i will I guess it's just, I'm not going to say it's time consuming, probably going to be time consuming for me since I don't understand it yet, but eventually I feel like I will. I think it's something you should pick up because I feel like, like I've seen how producers work versus just musicians. And I feel like when you're a producer and a musician, you have more control over your Yeah, you have more control over your music. And like, I feel like you'll be more like motivated because like you're being self-produced and then you're writing the lyrics to your own song. Yeah. So... What about you? Because I, I honestly would like to. I need to get software though. That's literally my Damn. my downfall. I have fucking GarageBand on my computer, but 
I've been trying to play around with it, trying to get familiar with the terminology before I jump into it, because I know there's a bunch of stuff that I don't understand. So I'm trying to get familiar with that before I do that, before I do producing, because I do see myself doing that, because it seems very like hands on and you have control, like I said earlier, yeah. with the music. And that's something that I want to do when I start to touch music. Yeah, I can totally see you doing that. I like that. Thank I fuck you, with the yeah, man. Um, what made you get into photography? Like, you have like any like idols in photography that you you know idolize and stuff. Like, any influences to your craft? Um, I got into photography. I've always been taking pictures. Like, yeah. My mom used to have a camera. My aunt used to have a camera, and I would always take them and take pictures of um, my aunt's cat. And then my aunt got a dog. I started to do that with the dog. And I had a DSI. I would take pictures on that shit yeah. every day. Like. <laughs> I, would tell my, I remember one time my mom like took my DS away. I was so mad. And I was like, can I at least take a picture for my calendar? Because you know how it had like the yeah. days for you have a picture a day. So that's what I, my goal was with that DS. So I've always done that. But I didn't really like heavy get into it until 2018 when I was a part of Expanding the Walls, which is a program at the Studio Museum at Harlem. And it really like opened my eyes to how black creatives work black photographers met a lot of black photographers like Devin Allen Andre D Wagner um I didn't get to meet um I think his name is Tyler Mitchell he's he shot um Kanye for GQ on oh, that word. monster truck thing oh really that was that's him. so fucking cool I didn't know that shout out Tyler Mitchell yes he he did he's done some crazy work he's worked with Beyonce and stuff like those are definitely some of my favorite. Also, Carrie Mae Weems. Carrie Mae Weems inspired um, some shots in the Love Music video by Kendrick Lamar. Mm. Like, you know, when he's at the kitchen. Yeah. That She has a whole series oh, wow. um, dedicated to the kitchen. So things like that have really got me into it and really made me stay. Because like when that. you see somebody do better work, you're like, I can do that. Yeah, like, like I want to be inspired. just like that. Like, or not, I could be better than that. Yeah. And that just motivates you. Do you I have like any that. inspirations when it comes to music, both big or small? Um, yeah, actually, I do. Uh, I don't think you know this artist, but I do talk about him a lot. Is um, Superboy. Boy, spelled as B-W-E. Mm-hmm. He's an underground Chicago artist, and I actually did meet him T. When, he come to, when he came to New York City to perform. And fun fact, that was my first concert ever, and my mom took me to that. <laughs> <laughs> I was 17. Like <laughs> yeah, my mom was getting lit. Nah. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, um, shout out to my mom for taking me to that show. It was shout really lit. Mom. Took a picture with him, got his autograph and everything. And uh, I just told him, like, yo, bro, you motivate us young niggas to do better. And he's just like, yo, thank you, bro. Much love. And I'm like, I met Superboy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, another one of my influences, inspirations, is Oliver Francis, a dude from uh, Colombia. Like, he, I'm not going to say he's a pioneer, but um, he was definitely like a huge artist during the SoundCloud wave, mm-hmm. like 2015 up, I would say. And it's just like, I seen him perform twice and I actually did meet him last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, he's just a great guy. Like he's self-produced. He does everything with his crew also. And it's just like, when I hear certain songs, when he's talking about his crew, I just think about my crew with Elvin and Alberto and um, my boy Chris. And it's just... It just motivates me to do better. Like, we could get on that sort of caliber, and that's something that will happen soon if we just continue working hard. TT. Do you see yourself working on, like, a solo project or a group project soon? What do you think your next direction is? 
my next direction will probably be a solo project because I do have, you know, three project ideas. Like I um, told you, like personally, mm-hmm. and I'm working on a bunch of songs, like all at the same time for those different projects. And then me and Elvin have been trying to work on a collab project because once me and Elvin, Mr. Elvop is on a song. We go bonkers. <laughs> like, when we released Headshot. That was crazy. Bro, we recorded Headshot in, what, November of, yeah, November of last year. And it was just so crazy because, like, I showed him the beat. I'm like, yo, bro, I have this song. I already have a verse, but I'm not sure what else to do with it. So, like, me and this nigga are both high. And then, like, we start going back and forth on the beat. And then we're like, that's it. We're doing this right now. <laughs> it was just so amazing how everything went down. And, um, yeah, it's just, like. The project that we we are gonna release soon, hopefully, will be called um, Boogie and Mitch, um, the main protagonist off of Paid in Full. I haven't seen that movie. It's a great movie. Like once, like when Elvin introduced me the i the yeah the idea of the project, he was like, "Yo, bro, watch Paid in Full and get back to me." So so after I watched the movie, I texted him Paid in Full question mark Paid in Full huh no Paid in Full huh with the question mark and I'm like I fucks with that we're gonna do this. But um, I hardly see this nigga because he's always busy. So I'm not Text sure. niggas <laughs> back. <laughs> on God, bro. You, bro, this nigga tell me the link on Tuesday last week. T, where was the link? Where was the links at? <laughs> I said, so Tuesday then? Left me on his, left me in his inbox, bro. Sick man. He was sick shame, man, bro. Shame. But um, nah, he's busy working hard. And I'm really proud of the growth and development of like Elvin and me. Yeah. Because, like, you know, we started this shit basically together, but just Elvin was releasing music way before me. So it's just, like, to see him grow and develop as an artist is just so amazing. We still need you part two, though, but... um, Yes. Re-release Need You and then drop Need You. Tomorrow. I'll leak Need You personally. I have the song. Facts. We both have the song. Facts. <laughs> we'll leak it. Like, I listen to that shit, like, at least once a week. Oh, God. It has to be once a week, man. Once a week. That song really made 2018, so it just gave it life. It did. Because that was like the last, that was your last yeah. year of high school, right? My last, what? I think my, that was my last day of high school. It was? was the it, it was the show? talent show. And after that, the last day was uh, the 20-something, right? Wow. So I think that was one of the last things we did in our senior year. And that's when Oscar first introduced Redemption. Shout out, Oscar. Shout out to Oscar. Much love to you, bro. I appreciate your love and support throughout the years. And... I can't wait to see, you know, your brand grow and develop for real, man. Yes. He's going to be on the show soon. Very soon. That's going to be interesting. That is going to be interesting. He's probably going to talk about how he used to cut his ass all the time. Of course he is. (laughs) I mean, he he had that coming to him during that time because, like, he would just say weird shit. He would just say weird dumb shit. I'm like, yo, bro, (laughs) stop up. (laughs) I'm a firm believer in everybody got to get their ass cut every once in a while. Oh, yeah, for sure. If you can't take a joke, why do you live in New York? T. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Fucking facts. Like, if you can't take a joke, you soft, you sensitive. Ooh. Ooh. Like, if you know, like, especially people that joke on others, that yeah. bash others. Like, we spoke about this plenty of yeah, times. Yeah, we've been speaking about this, yeah. Like, there's no, you shouldn't be making fun of people if you can't take a joke. Yeah, like, once the joke is on, like, once, like, people come at you, you shouldn't be, like, getting all mad and defensive, like, yo, bro. It's all jokes. Everyone get their ass cut once Word. in a while. Everybody's playing around. Everyone. If that's the energy. Then feed off that energy. But if, like, people are actually, like, trying to violate Oh, yeah, then, then that's I understand that. Different. That's completely different. But if it's just all fucking around, especially in the PlayStation parties. 
Word. Don't take shit serious. The PlayStation parties be lit, bro. <laughs> oh my god. But everything past twelve is just completely different, bro. Everything past twelve gets a little homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> like I've heard some things. People come back to the mic moaning. <laughs> I ain't gonna say no names. But if you listening to this, you know who you are. Oh God, it's like what two of the two people that do that. Y'all know who y'all are. That's out of pocket. Way out, out, of, out of pocket. pocket. This nigga be on the phone with his girlfriend, too, and he be moaning on the mic. <laughs> I know she be questioning you, bro. And he be like, I didn't even moan. Like, what are you talking about? Like, he probably be there with a straight face, too. And girl's just looking she at probably him. be calling this nigga gay and shit. I wouldn't doubt it. Oh, my. Man. But, yeah, if you can't take a joke, New York City's not for you, man. Honestly. Honestly, this planet's not for oh, you. Oh, God. Like, there's too many people. Like, everybody... I feel like everybody has their own sense of humor, but it works for some people and it doesn't yeah. with others. So, like, for example, PlayStation Party, some people's joke resonate with the whole party <laughs> and some people's jokes don't. I'm not saying no names, but this nigga be repeating the same jokes. Or <laughs> if the joke's not funny the first time, that's it. It wasn't funny. Just accept the out. <laughs> keep it pushing. Like, this nigga, I like it. Cut G. <laughs> Yo, Justin. Yo, Yo Justin. Justin. And I'm here ignoring this nigga. Yo, Yo Justin. I like your I cut like G. your cut G, and I'm like, okay, bro. Like, oh my God. Like the jokes could be funny, but once you like continue saying it and dragging it, it's not funny no more, bro. No, no. But some some jokes when they're dragged are mad. Oh yeah, funny. they could be fucked. Like the other night. <laughs> The other night was Yo. one of the best days we've had in a very long time. We were playing Rocket League, and, like, this nigga got banned for saying something in the chat. He typed niggs in the <laughs> chat, bro. Like, given the political climate outside right now, and everybody and the companies that are on point with racism, because yeah. companies are not slacking now. Yeah, for Shout real. Shout out to them. Word. But he, this nigga thinks it's funny to type niggas in he the chat. He typed niggas in the chat, and then nigga got hit with a 70-something day ban, bro. This nigga not coming back to Rocket League till next year, bro. Facts. He gonna be on PS5 like, guys, Rocket League? Like, I'm playing Miles oh Morales. Yeah, bro. We playing the remastered Spider-Man game, bro. It's <laughs> a fact. Are you excited for P5? I'm hella excited for the PlayStation 5. Um, The launch games, you know, it's not a lot right now, but obviously they're going to release more later in the lifespan. Mm-hmm. But that Miles Morales game is what I'm excited for. Yes. And that remastered. How are you going to whitewash a white man? I really don't know. We I spoke about this yesterday mm-hmm. with um the boys. We um talked about how it looks more like Tom Holland and like yeah. they're too close to the movies in that aspect. Because I feel like before his face really worked. Yeah, his face really worked. And I feel like it resonated a lot with like the whole Peter Parker Spider-Man thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just the way they just changed up his face. It looks more cartoonish and do looks like Tom Holland a bit more. And it's just, why would you change Peter Parker? He was fine the first time. Yeah, I I don't know. They're They're very interesting. But I feel like they'll make it work. Hopefully, yeah. I hope they. I make mean, it I work. hope so too. Because um, not, I'm gonna just be like, Bro. it's a remastered. They added a bunch of new stuff and, and things Shout out too. That so. amazing Spider-Man suit, like, oh yeah, I'm excited for that, bro. How do you feel about the Amazing Spider-Man series with Andrew Garfield? A lot of that, it gets a lot of hate, but me, I like it personally. I don't like the first movie, mm-hmm. 
which is weird because a lot of people hate the second movie, but I'd rather watch that the one than movie the first, the first one. That's understandable. Because I don't like how Peter Parker's kind of an asshole. He's yeah, he is of, more of an asshole in that series. He's a skater. He's like all nonchalant and like, yeah. and then he meets Gwen and then he starts to become more like Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Which is why I like the second one because he's more witty. And yeah, his suit with the big eyes. Yeah, I like CGI. It. Like, I will say that those those two movies have the best swinging scenes mm-hmm. because Tom Holland's movies don't really have swinging scenes. It's more yeah. like action based. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could agree with that. So I'm not a huge fan of them, but I have grown to appreciate them. I haven't watched them since like I haven't watched them in a couple of years. I'm not gonna lie. I think the last time I'd seen. Something from Amazing Spider-Man 2 was when I was in Florida and I saw like it in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been awkward. It was like she's saying like Gwen is saying Peter in Spanish and I'm just like, all right. How okay. do you say Peter in Spanish? That you can't <laughs> ask me that question because Spanish is I never not heard, my strong I never suit. heard Peter in Spanish, to be honest. I don't know. Bro. But on what? The Amazing Spider-Man 2 was with, was with um, Jamie Foxx, correct? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and he's making a return with yeah, the Tom Holland is. series, and uh, I wonder how that's gonna work. A he's not gonna be like, multiverse. Yeah, I've been hearing stuff about a multiverse. Multiverse. Um, supposedly, this rumor is talking about how they're trying to get Andrew Garfield. And um, I would like that. And what Toby? What, yeah, Toby McGuire. Um, for the multiverse movie, and I'm like. That's gonna be crazy if you do see Toby McGuire in the Spider-Man suit. It's been like what. 11 couple, like I, 11 years I think 11 12 years I think 13 because I think Spider-Man 3 came out in 20, 2007 oh then yeah 27 28 like 12 13 years then yeah. and supposedly they're gonna have what John Cena is Sandman in some movie I've heard about that I don't know if that's true I don't know I if do that's true either see the fit though because he has the build yeah, he has the build for it but this nigga can't act at all let's be honest <laughs> you don't like his acting his acting is terrible do you think and because you're a wrestling fan yeah so do you think any of the wrestlers have turned successful actors except for The Rock because The Rock is The um, Rock Dave Bautista for sure mm-hmm. um and what the Guardian of the Galaxy movies and like he has like roles in other movies, but I'm really seeing him in Guardians of the Galaxies, and he did pretty great in that. And I think he's pretty successful. And that's like the only one I could think of. Like besides John Cena, like yeah, John Cena is gonna be successful because you know it's his image, it's his you know. He's John Cena. It's John Cena. Yeah, he's always been the face of the WWE since like 24. So, um, yeah, like it's just his brand alone is just gonna make money. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't think he's like a good actor, but he is just a successful actor. So I'll say Dwayne, Dave, and John Cena are probably top three, for sure. Got you. Like in actors, at least. Do you? What brought you to um, wrestling when you were younger? Man, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, growing up, my father had a lot of the original WWF games, like SmackDown. What? Shut your mouth. Um, SmackDown, just bring it. And like you know, I play as a rock and shit. And then I started watching wrestling more. I started getting wrestling figures for Christmas. Like, I got Rey Mysterio, John Cena, Rob Van Dam. And, like, then when I started watching wrestling more, Jeff Hardy was coming back into the WWE because he was in TNA during that 2005, 2006 time period. So when he came back, that swan time bomb, (laughs) that shit hit different. Bro, I've seen clips of him like on top of the the oh metal things God. on the um the yeah, screen. Yeah, on, on top. Oh my, yo, 
he's one of the best wrestlers, no doubt. Period. He's in my top ten. Period. Like no one compares. Like no one. Like no tag team can compare to the Hardy Boys, the Team Extreme. Mm. Like that is just like the influence, especially in today. Like the way they dress and stuff, you could definitely see it in today's culture. Like they were like punk. They like they didn't care basically. They were just like very versatile with their style, mm. and it's just like you can see that now in today's culture too. So their influence really, you know paved the way still and like you know and paid off really well in today's generation because like vintage clothing came back like vintage like vintage clothing is now very popular amongst this generation it's just like before like buying hand-me-downs is just like oh you a broke nigga (laughs) (laughs) that's a fact everybody was like cutting ass on like cheap clothing or like used clothing and I feel like thrift shops really like made that a thing again yeah for real and, like, I was, like, what, two weeks ago, I say, like, you know, I was walking around my area downtown, mm. and I see a new store, the Vintage Clothing Store. I go inside it. The prices hit my chest pretty hard, bro. Ooh. Nigga was talking about $65 for a T-shirt. I told them niggas to suck my dick. I didn't really say that, <laughs> but I was talking out loud, cutting their asses, Ooh. and, like, they just kept on looking at me and Elvin and Chris, and I'm like, yeah, we're out. <laughs> there ain't nothing here. Like we're not wasting one fifty on a school pile shirt, like the one that Travis Scott wore. They were like selling it for like one fifty, and it was just like I could see it. I could cop it on eBay in my size for like fifty, like vintage. Like, do you consider yourself like a a vintage person? Do you like that aesthetic? Yeah, I do consider myself a vintage person because, like, you know, like growing up. Not growing up, like perhaps like you know in high school, mm-hmm. like I had no drip in high school. Team. I bro, had no of drip. Outfit, bro. Oh God, bro. It's like we had uniforms. We had bro. uniforms. Burgundy shirt with the khakis. Then it transitioned to the black pants. I actually did like the black pants alternative. They were nice. They were better than They're way better than man. the khakis. But it's just like I feel like in my senior year, that's when I started um, dressing more, mm-hmm. like dressing more better, like. I was copying, like, Adidas and shit. Like, I had, like, Nike sweatpants, Champion sweatpants. I copped, like, the NMDs that came out that year. Um, Yeah, like, I was copying the, what, the NMDs Chinese? Yeah, no, the Japan pack. The NMD Japan pack. And I got both of them, the black and the white ones, and I cooked the fuck out of those shoes. <laughs> I cooked the fuck out of those, but I still got them, though. Those were the ones that, um like, got really dirty, right? I got really, oh, yeah. It was what last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was last year. Um, during like someone's birthday or whatever, some barbecue get together. I decided to wear my white NMDs and like a dickhead. I got them dirty with mud. Things were never the same after that, bro. I was devastated. I was completely devastated. Do you still have them or I still have them, yeah. I sure should. I have a couple like I don't know. Um you didn't get to see my sneakers after we went paintballing, but oh, no, I wore no, I my um I wore my NMDs to go paintballing, bro. I went like that in the <laughs> mud, bro. The mud took my whole shoe. I was like, that's it. Yo, they're done. RIP, they're done. Like, finish. Finito. <laughs> there's stains all over the boost and I'm I can't get them out. I've tried, I've scrubbed so Yo, hard. Like my NMDs have like yellowing on the soles. Mm. And it's just I scrub so hard to get that shit off, but it just can't come off like them shit's been through hell and back. Like 
they're so comfy. I just completely just wore them. I've worn them out. And I still have the black ones. And, like, I believe both NMDs have, like, little holes on the side. So it was fun while it lasted. They treated me pretty well. Mm. But, um, yeah, I do think I'm a vintage person because now, like, the way I dress, I feel like it is more vintage. And it's like, you know, my mom always told me, oh, you got that, like, that 90s look. Like, that 90s hip-hop type aesthetic. And I'm like... Yeah, you know what? You're right. I do. And it's just, I caught. Yeah, I definitely see I that. I caught like mad windbreakers and shit, mad baggy clothes. Like, I just love baggy clothes. Like, I don't like tight ass clothes. Like, I'm a big nigga. Tight clothes do not <laughs> go well with big people, bro. You're going to get your ass cut. Deep. Like, bro, like, get a size up or something, bro. Like, just, just stop. <laughs> <laughs> tight clothes are, I don't know how to feel about them because yeah. I, I like certain type tight clothes because it helps with the fit like mm. pants i yeah. like joggers now because i feel like it's better for my shoes and also like my socks yeah because it like does this cuffing around the ankles because i really didn't like that with jeans because i jeans would fall over my yeah. shoes and it wouldn't look nice and sometimes the dye from the jeans would get on the fucking things like yeah. i had a pair of vans that the laces got blue dye on them because of my jeans oh shit that's crazy and it's just like with me i never like wearing jeans i'm always wearing joggers sweatpants and it's just i cop jeans recently like my most recent jeans are the black ripped jeans like i don't really cop jeans but those were my most recent ones and it's just i love them because they're super comfy mm -hmm. but like it's perfect right here on the ankle like they don't go over the shoe and none of that so it's just it's just it's good but it's just i still see myself rocking sweats more and like joggers and stuff because it's just more comfortable like i don't feel you know fucking compressed in my clothes or whatever yeah so, i don't like that feeling yeah, like i, I can't like move that. yeah i don't like, like, I don't like things feeling. around my neck i hate turtlenecks oh, really i hate turtlenecks my mom was always like because i go i go like this on the bus because i used yeah. to wear a tank top a t-shirt and then oh my, my shirt. god i do i used to do that shit too bro but now i just wear a shirt and just I'm, trying, I'm starting to get comfortable with just wearing a shirt because mm -hmm. it's more it's easier. Yeah, it is way more easier. And but I like wearing tank tops. But when yeah. I used to wear the tank top, the t-shirt, and the shirt, I would be like this Yo, on the bus. My mom would be like, like, "Stop doing that! Yourself. Stop!" <laughs> like, bro, do you not know I got like six layers on right now? So like, I go I'm to hot, PS28. Bro. Like, it's tight. <laughs> come on, bro, man. Especially in the movies, like I don't like to feel claustrophobic in the movies. Yeah, same. Like, I have to move. Like, I'm, like, I'm always, like, adjusting myself in the movies. And probably the people behind me don't like that shit, but fuck y'all, because I need to fix myself. Facts. Like, when I was in school, bro, I ain't, like, sitting in those chairs, bro. Them shits would hurt my ass cheeks. Pause. <laughs> like, them shits were so uncomfortable, bro. And it's just, like, I just kept on moving. I'll be slouching. Like, I just At had first, to, like, adjust myself. Like, that, like... When we first went to that school, yeah. I liked the chairs. Oh, yeah, when I, and yeah. then after a while, I was like... You just got used to it, and it just... <laughs> <laughs> I could do one of those, because I was like, bro, this is not the vibe. It is not the vibe at all. And it's just... It's crazy how, like, in child, like, shit just changed after we graduated. Yeah, I feel like it has a completely different vibe like, completely now. completely different vibe, because we're not there. And it's just like, you know, we grew up together and stuff. And we, like, we've seen each other, like, progress and stuff. So it's just, it's crazy now because, like, I knew, I've been knowing you since, like, what, since you were in sixth, seventh grade? Yeah. And we used to take the M, what, the BX6 bus to get together. That's how we started talking because we, we just took the same bus. Yes. That's legit how we just became friends. We just took the same bus. 
<laughs> and there was um used to be with someone like he always had a hat on uh, i remember larry yes larry larry shout out larry man shout like out larry. me and larry used to take the bus with my brother and it's just larry's sort of like some sort of big brother and child like to me at least because it's just like he was mad cool and genuinely nice and my mom really fucked with him like we just continued taking the bus until he graduated and i'm like sad face no more larry <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember we had a conversation with him, mm-hmm. and then I spoke to you, and then I also spoke to your, your brother. Yeah. And then that's how I got to know y'all. And then here we are now. Here we are now. Cool yeah. as fuck. It's crazy. Like, going back to what you said about um, Cha not being the same, I think that really changed after this recent class mm-hmm. graduated, because I feel like your grade, my grade, and 2020 grade, we all were, like, connected in a way. Yeah. we all knew each other. We... We're all in each other's business because exactly. that's how high school is. That's how Cha is. <laughs> Not because of high school. That's just how Cha is. Y'all T. niggas were so annoying and like day room as hell and like just two faced. Like niggas were really smiling your face and I fuck with you. That is true. <laughs> like, damn, another 24 hours. Not even another six, seven hours seeing your ugly ass face. <laughs> Bro, it was very. Like I said this yesterday and I, to the people watching, I said this in on the last podcast. Like, there's a difference between your classmates and your friends. Like, yeah. Def- at first, I was definitely one of those people that was like, oh, all my classmates are my friends. They're yeah, my buddies. For sure. But the older I got, I noticed, like, you're just in the same class as me. Yeah, like, we not cool. Like, we cool, but it's just like, I don't talk to you outside of class and shit. I just Word. say hi to you, probably. And it's just like, I had my group in high school. But it's just like, my group was diverse. Like, I had y'all niggas. I had mine. And then I had, like, I want to say my brother's friend group because, like, I knew them niggas because, like, I I was always in summer school. I ain't really did well in school. T. But um, I graduated on time, and that's what matters. I got back on my bullshit. As you should. Exactly. Thank you, sir. Yes. But, um, yeah, like, I feel like we were very diverse, mm-hmm. like, because we just had different friend groups, prob- like, perhaps in different grades. Like, y'all were only a grade below me, so I talk to y'all all the time because I would see y'all after coming out of, what, Mr... What's, 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 what Goodman's right yeah yeah Mr. Goodman's class and like I just always see her right after Goodman's class and then like people just come inside the room just to dap me up like people I don't even know <laughs> like hey hey I gotta remember that too that was weird that's that how so I became weird. friends with Daniel that is <laughs> yeah wow I don't I ain't talked to Daniel at all till probably my senior year of high school wow. like he he just kept on like he kept on seeing y'all say hey what's up to me in Goodman's class <laughs> And he just started following you. I was like, hey. And I'm like, what's up? That's how friendships start. Exactly. Like, it's just, it's been great ever since. Yes. Do you miss any part of high school? I just miss seeing my friends all the time in high school, <laughs> to be honest. Because, like, we were always there. And it's just, like, we just got used to seeing each other all the time. We got comfortable seeing each other all the time. And it's just, like, despite the fact there were issues among certain people, mm-hmm. you know, we still kept it, you know, professional, and we just still, you know, we were still cool with each other. And it's like, you know, we outgrown each other now, probably, like, certain people. But it's just, you know, we still have our certain friend groups still, perhaps. I mean, I don't know. I don't really talk to all y'all still. I, I talk to my friend group. Do you think you would ever do or be open to a high school reunion? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, like see, like, we're... Like, what have we done? Like, where are we at now? Like, 10 years or whatever. That would mm-hmm. be really cool to see. I'm open to that. 
Because it's just like, I had no one, like, I wasn't against anyone in my class. Like, I was cool with everyone, but it's just like, I ain't talked to a lot of them. I was just cool with everyone. So, um, it'll be really cool to see, because there's no hate or malice in my heart towards anyone in my grade. I hope all y'all doing well. Word. So. Same thing here, man. Yeah, like, just. Honestly, during high school, I don't like a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> I ain't like a lot That's of people. That's not a secret, but. Now I'm not. I'm honestly, if you knew me in high school, you don't know me now. Exactly. I'm a completely different person. I'm a different person. Like the person I was two years ago is not me. I'm changed, man, and I'm and I'm gonna keep on evolving, bro. Word, like we're like Pokemon. Exactly. Bro. We don't got a final evolution <laughs> until we in the box. Exactly. We're not gonna go there for a minute. It's gonna be some shit. It's gonna be some a lot of crazy shit, but it's just like. We're always going to evolve, even through, like, these obstacles. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like a lot of obstacles, you know, there'll be a lot of obstacles throughout our life. And it's just, like, I feel like depending on the person you are, like, you'll let that shit affect you negatively and stuff. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, I, I agree. Like, some people really do let the negative energy drill them mm -hmm. into a state of, like, either depression, um, insecurity, or just, like, they're lost. They don't know what to do. And that's okay. But what's not okay is you taking that out on others and the yeah, ones that are around you. For sure. I know a lot of people that might have insecurities within their relationship or within themselves. And that affects the people around them. Like, if you have insecurities with an ex or insecurities about your body, insecurities about fucking how you think, just address that with yourself and then move forward. That's yeah, really the best like way to do it. Address it with yourself first, move forward, and then... If it keeps on bothering you, try talking to someone you're very close with that will try to help you out. Yeah. Having that one person to speak to about your issues saves lives. Saves a bunch of lives. And it's just like, like for me, like, obviously, you know, I'll be going through the motions sometimes. And it's just like, like, what I would do is just like, I'll reach out to certain people that mm -hmm. would give me advice. And it's just like, sometimes you just need to stop and just ask yourself, like, certain questions. Because, like, you can't always reach out to people for help. Yeah, a lot of problems like you in can't life be you dependent by yourself. on everyone. So it's just like I feel like I used to do that a lot, just reach out to mad people for help. And it's just like now since I got older and realized a lot more, it's just you know, I need to figure shit out first before I start reaching out to other people for help. <laughs> True. I definitely used to be like that too. I used to be like, Bro, this girl doesn't like me. What do I like, say? What do I do? What I say? Put the screenshot like oh say this, say this, <laughs> like that's not gonna help. Yeah, it's not gonna help. Like we're pushing twenty. We're yeah, we're pushing twenty. Like it's gonna be a crazy. It's gonna be crazy. You know, this next decade is gonna be insane. exactly. This next decade is gonna define who we are. Honestly, like this is going to push a lot of people forward, and sadly, it's gonna hold a lot of people yeah, back. Yeah, sadly, unfortunately, but it's just like you know, I believe those who will get pushed back will bounce back eventually. Hopefully, sooner rather than later. Because yes. I feel like once you're in too deep in that hole, when you can't like bounce back you're just gonna be there forever if you don't acknowledge you're in the hole you won't get out yeah exactly like you're just gonna be like an endless loop where you're yes. like just struggling and shit like getting more depressed or whatever and it's just that's a that's no bueno bro that's a no, dub no bueno have you ever been in a loop of depression or anxiety or anything of that nature yeah i feel like i have like here and there um i feel like during my senior year probably like around october yeah, like around October to like April, I was just in a de in this depressive state. Like I didn't know how to feel or whatever. Like I didn't know who I was and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's not like not like, but when I say not who I like, not knowing who I was, I'm not saying like oh my sexuality and stuff like that. 
This it, is like it's just like some personal shit. Like, bro, like what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, am I really gonna graduate on time? This mm-hmm. and that. Like, my love life fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just going through like endless emotions. Like, I couldn't overcome them until like I believe like it was after like my mom took me to my show. That's when things got better for me. I'm like, you know, life isn't Wait, so um, bad. After Oliver all. Francis? Nah, Superboy. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, so when she took me to that show, so I'm like, you know, maybe life isn't so bad after. I met my idol. I'm doing well in school. You know, it's, I can't give up now. I've got to, you know, make a name for myself. And, I can, and I'm glad I bounced back from that hole that I was in. Cause I'm like, glad you did, too. Because, like, I, I wouldn't say I had, like, suicidal, like, thoughts. Like, I wanted, like, to do something. I'm capping. <laughs> um, I did have like negative thoughts. Sometimes it would be suicidal, but it's just like I'm not gonna do that shit. I think those thoughts cross everybody. Yeah, I feel like it's point. normal. Yeah, I, it's just not acting on them or doing anything to further enhance those thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Because like I feel like it's common to everyone. Yeah. Even like now, even when you're not depressed, you be having sometimes some of shit. Of course, like you're that. like, what if I just jump in front of this like? Bus? What if I just like jump in front of this train and shit? <laughs> like, what if I accidentally like cut a vein when I'm like cutting something like (laughs) it's just it's common and it's normal but it's just like to those who are depressed please seek help talk to a loved one talk to like friends family talk to your therapist because depression ain't no joke man it's not it's not a lot of people think it's something to laugh at but it's really like it affects people especially during quarantine oh my god did you did you have like a, a moment in quarantine where you were like bro what the fuck it was probably after my breakup. <laughs> it was more like, what the fuck? Like, damn. Like, because, like, I got so used to seeing her mm-hmm. during quarantine. Because it was, like, from March to, like, April. It was, like, that short period that I'll see her. I saw her consecutively, like, almost every weekend. So, it's just, like, I got used to seeing her. And it's just, when we broke up, it's just, like, I couldn't see her like that. I couldn't, like, see her no more. She wasn't coming to the crib. I just lay in bed lonely listening to sad music and shit. I was just like, what the fuck? Now I'm going to be stuck in quarantine doing nothing. <laughs> but it'd be like that. that, man. It'd be like that a lot. It does. It happens. Like, I went through a breakup before, like, literally right before quarantine. Because yeah. the way that I remember it, it was March 13th was the day Heaven or Hell came out. And I was single by that time. And then a couple days, and then that weekend I went back to my school I was at my friend's room one day, and then my friend's roommate was like, oh, they closed the schools. And I'm like, nah, <laughs> you're lying. Because we, we would talk about that. Yeah. Because like, everybody's like, bro, virus is breaking out. It's on campus. Because um, I was in Westchester. So yeah, I remember. purchases around Westchester. And there was talks about um, the virus being on the Metro North, which is the train that I took to yeah. come over here. And my mom was like, oh, you can't, oh, she's panicking, going crazy. And I'm like, bro, like, we're going to be fine. A couple days later, we got to get out. And then I'm like, I froze. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was yeah. like, whoa, like, like this is really This happening. is real life. This is happening. HD, 4K, bro. Facts. <laughs> like, it felt like a movie. Like, from March 15th, because mm-hmm. that's I think that's the day that we found out. Yeah. Until, like. April, May, it felt like a straight movie. It felt like I was always on Twitter finding out whether or not there was going to be a cure, if something yeah. was happening, like, what the fuck is Trump going to do? Like, I was lost. I was confused. And for a minute, I was just like, if this virus kills me, it kills me. Like, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> yo, this like is, this might be the end of humanity. <laughs> yo, like that's what we all thought. Like, oh, that might be the end of humanity. And it's just like you dumb motherfuckers keep on going outside in large groups and stuff. <laughs> Y'all niggas in FL are wilding, going to the beaches and stuff. And it be these white folks too, bro. I'm sorry, but it's Y'all be wildin', man. Like at first, they were they were stupid. Uh, everybody, yeah, everyone. even people in New York, yeah, like we we're, were all like really denying slow. it. Like, yeah, man, this shit not real. And, and then, then like, people started dying. And then and then this like, shit hit. This nigga Cuomo calling us stupid and shit. Right? Cuomo was like, <laughs> "Y'all got curfew." Boom. Y'all like, got hit with curfew. Eight p.m. curfew. And it was 10 p.m. Everybody stood out to protest. And then he was like, now nah, you got to do eight. Now nah, we got to do eight because y'all don't want to listen. Yeah, because y'all niggas is wilding. Like, he really caught us stupid on national television. Bro, honestly, Cuomo's like our uncle. Like our Young God. Like, he really just looking out for us. Like, making sure, like, we all straight and stuff. That's why he enforced that curfew. But let's talk about those, those protests real quick, bro. Let's talk about... The riots, real quick, bro, because I know you were at a couple of them, and mm-hmm. you happened to be mace. Yeah, and you spoke about you know the feeling of getting mace, but how did it feel to be in that protest and be in that sort of environment with all these people? Honestly, being at a protest is such a unifying experience. Like you really feel like everybody's there for one reason, and yeah. it's for the awareness of Black Lives Matter. Yeah, like, of course, you're there to show police that we're not something to be taken lightly, mm-hmm. like. They have all this power because they have these badges and these guns and these weapons. But we have all this power because we have the people. Yeah, we the are people. the people. We are the people. So being there, seeing all those people, it was crazy. Like, it was honestly very unifying. I really loved being there. I haven't gone since, like, August. The last one I went to was in August. It was a small group. And we yeah, just believe walked around I Brooklyn. saw you posted about that. Like, yeah, yeah, I think I recall that. And I don't know. Now... I would go to them. It's just like, it's more of like a mental thing because mm-hmm. like, I don't know how it's going to turn out. Yeah. And also like a physical thing because it's a lot of walking. Mm-hmm. Like I get tired. I'm not going to I don't lie. blame you, bro. Like y'all going to be walking a lot, protesting for a cause that matters. Yes. And it's just, y'all going to be there for hours just walking or just standing there, just like making your voice be heard. And it's just, it's going to take. A lot for them to listen because you know these niggas don't really care about us. And honestly, it has a lot to do with who's in office right yeah. now. Yeah. And speaking of that, to everybody listening, watching, vote. I'm have mixed feelings on the president <laughs> Same. Just as much as everybody else. But Same. We need to get that idiot. But yeah, out if of you're 18 and plus, register to vote, please. Yeah. Like. I was skeptical. I really didn't want to vote. Yeah. I told everybody I didn't want to vote, but I feel like now I have to because I just saw the debate. I don't know if you saw the oh, debate yeah. the other I didn't see the debate, but I saw clips of it. This nigga Trump was wilding on Joe Biden, calling, calling his son like a, a crackhead and shit. He's, and he like his like, son dead and stuff. Like He's acting like it's a roast session. Yeah, like that's how, that's how he treated it, like a roast <laughs> like, session. You're literally the president of the United States, and you're just and cutting you're just ass, cutting, cutting ass, cutting on national television constantly. You're not letting the the person speak. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's just very childish. Very, you're very, like very 60, childish, and you're acting like you're twelve. And this nigga got the virus now. Word coincidence? coincidence? I think not. I think not. You here denying it, saying it's a hoax. It's just propaganda. Ah, ah. I heard earlier today somebody else from the White House got it. Oh, I really? Feel like it's. 
quote unquote spreading. And I say quote unquote because I don't know if yeah, they're like, saying this to delay the election because Trump has done a lot to try to delay the election up to this point. And yeah, now, and I feel like the reason why he's trying to what delay the election because of something I believe Joe Biden asked was something about regarding white supremacy, like white yeah, supremacists. He didn't think he didn't um like I think I forgot the exact terminology they used, but they brought it up and he just dismissed. Yeah, it. Yeah, like he just he dismissed like, it. Proud boys stand back, like bro, like. I never heard of Proud what? Boys till like I saw that, and I'm like, "What are Proud Boys?" Either. And now that hashtag got taken over by um, LGBT. Wow. Shout out to y'all because y'all really y'all do y'all a relentless. Yeah, shout out to y'all honestly. Y'all really are relentless. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like at first when LGBT started to get their their rise, mm-hmm. I was like, "Bro, I feel like they're kind of doing too much for clout." I feel like a yeah. lot of it was just like for exposure. But now I definitely see why they act the way that they do, why they mm-hmm. wear what they wear, why they identify as they identify as. Like, it's something that's honestly beautiful to me now. Yeah, and that's I have honestly Steve Universe and Euphoria to think oh, about yeah. that. I told you that the other day. Shout out those shows, man. Honestly, but um, for me, like, I guess it took me a little bit, like, to understand because, like, mm-hmm. I still don't get certain things. Yeah. That they do, but who am I to judge? It's your fucking life, bro. Love who you love, be whoever you want to be. Yes, like that's all that matters. As long as you're comfortable in your own skin, fuck it, bro. Just do you. Yeah, sir. Like a lot of people, they they worry too much about what people think. Yeah, like fuck what others think. People are gonna say negative shit about you regardless, bro. Just like just continue doing. You don't focus on the background noise. Yes. They're always gonna say something negative about you. So like just don't pay that shit no mind. Like if you let it affect you, it's alright. Be like that. But like don't let that neg- that negativity get to you. Just continue doing you and just continue prospering. You know, just send love to your haters or whatever, because them niggas need it. <laughs> Facts. A lot of people hate because they're in a in a bad place. Like they're taking time out of their day to comment negatively like, on you. You're taking the time out of your day to hate on me, bro. Like Bro, get a life, bro. Facts. <laughs> like, when I found out people talk about me, because you never really think about it, yeah. that people speak on you, because you're, you, like, to me, I was never, like, the most popular nigga yeah, in for Shah. Sure. I was never the most, like, known person. But then when I found out people were speaking on me, I was like, like why are you not speaking really? on like, me? I'm going to really have to violate yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, like. I always thought of myself as like a like a mid class like a B level yeah level same popularity <laughs> nigga like I knew I, everyone but it's just I, knew I wasn't niggas, cool but everyone I wasn't like the face of my grade yeah for sure like I definitely wasn't the face of my grade I feel like the popular kids like I'm not sure if I should name drop but I believe y'all know who y'all are <laughs> <laughs> like they were definitely the face of it mm-hmm. but it's just. At the end of the day, we were all the face of Cha because like be we made Cha who it is, like what it was now. Yeah, we've definitely paved the way for the new kids. And definitely, I, I would like to work like on furthering Cha's academics because a lot of what Cha does, I don't like. Yeah, and a lot of like their uniform policy and things like that, I don't like. Their food, I don't like. Like, oh. y'all know this. Y'all know. I used to post the pictures of their food. <laughs> I remember. On Facebook, because it was so bad. Yo, I remember. Like, I went to go get a salad, like, from the cafeteria, and there was a fucking dead fly in my salad. Oh, I was so right. upset, bro. But the food itself was just disgusting. 
And I'm a fat ass nigga, and I still ate the nasty food, bro. Neither we had. I ate peanut butter and jelly. Oh yeah, like bro. my whole tenth grade year. Bro, if there were no peanut butter and jellies, I wouldn't eat. I just take what they gave me, and if I didn't like it, I just throw it out, bro. If I didn't get peanut butter and jelly, I would eat cheese sandwich. <laughs> and if I didn't get a cheese sandwich or peanut butter and jelly, I'm eating two apples and some oh, milk for sure, man. <laughs> but the thing is, even the apples are ripe sometimes, bro. Like they were not good. Y'all like, niggas. Y'all niggas ruthless, bro. They slacked. They slacked with the food. <laughs> I don't know what y'all doing now. If y'all listening, if y'all watching this, please adjust the food. Like, please, bro. Them niggas need to eat, man. Like, or give them outside privileges. Like seniors, they have their outside privileges, yeah. which is one of the best things. On Honestly, one of the best things. But I think that should be extended to juniors at least. Yeah, I juniors. think it should be extended to juniors at least because like. Why do only seniors get the privileges of going out? Like, we're all, they're already old enough, like, the juniors. So, it's just, like, might as well let them go. Like, they're not slow or whatever. And it gets them comfortable so that when they are in senior year, they know they only yeah, have an like, hour. Just be in and out. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'll take forever outside. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. There were some times where I didn't come back after lunch, but. Bro, I don't blame you, bro. <laughs> I either, Like, I remember one time I was sick, like. I had a fever. And when I have mm-hmm. fevers, I don't like to move because I need to sweat. I like to take a lot of naps so I could sweat yeah. out my fever and drink a lot of water. But I had, I had a fever. I was like, I need to go to school. I think I had a test or something. I went, did what I had to do for those first three like, periods, yeah. and then I was out. Got my pizza, $1 pizza. Well, shout out $1 and pizza. <laughs> I was out, bro. I was like, I'm not doing this today. I don't blame you, bro. I never did something like that because I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was still, um, I think for my first half of my senior year, I had to stay inside because mm. I was failing. Not I was failing, it's just because I had night school and I couldn't get any privileges because I was failing like my previous classes. Mm. So I had to just stay inside and I sometimes just like give people money and then they'll bring me my food. But after like that shit was like lift, like it was lifted, like they took that shit away because I was passing. Mm-hmm. I was. I was hooking niggas up, bro. I was always at the <laughs> chicken spot sure. right there, bro. Kennedy's. And shout out shout Kennedy's, out. man. That shit sometimes make my stomach hurt, too, though, after I've a only while. heard it a handful of times, but I know, like, a lot of people. That was their spot. It was, it was like, almost everyone's spot. It was either the pizza spot, either deli food, or the Kennedy's. And it's just everyone was at... Everyone in the moms is at Kennedy's. <laughs> like, bro. True. It's a chicken spot, bro. Like, it's always going to be goaded, bro. For real. Yes. Yes, yes. How was night school? Um, night school was at G Dubs, and I was there to like maybe eight, I think, eight, eight ish, nine, and like it was, it was high. It was boring. It was silent most of the time. I had on pretty cool teachers, and uh, I had a gym teacher because I did fail PE, I think, or mm-hmm. it was some other thing. I forgot what it was, but it was probably PE, and I had I need to make up that credit, so I was in the gym but i wouldn't play i would just sit there and the gym teacher would just let me just chill and i'll just sit there watch these niggas play ball and like niggas that i knew like from the block would pull up just to play there and i'll just watch them play dap them up and i'll just be on my way after that because i was like my that would be like my last class mm-hmm. so um the gym teacher mr ramirez i think he was so he was such a nice guy he was like we'll just talk about a lot of shit and he kind of reminded me of mr reyes mm-hmm. um to this day, I still don't know why Reyes was dismissed. I heard a lot of rumors, but I would not talk about them right now. I don't know. I haven't 
heard any rumors about that. Really? No. Should I talk about it on camera? Mm. <laughs> uh, you mentioned his name, I think. All right, so. I think we shouldn't. One you of the rumors <laughs> I heard about Mr. Reyes was just like how he was fucking with the seniors and stuff. Like, the, like he was like flirting or like being sexually, like, Ooh. like sexual with like one of the students. I'm not too sure. I'm not trying to like throw dirt on your name or lie on your name. It's just a rumor. I'm not sure. So, and he has a wife and kids. So hopefully they don't see this. That's some some shit. That is some shit, so I hope they don't see this. But um, I'm not sure. I don't know. When I hear things like that, that just makes me very uncomfortable. It does make me very uncomfortable, like, and it's just like... You're a grown man. Yeah, you should know better. And it's just like... I remember people saying, like, oh, Aronson would make them uncomfortable, and it's just like, the fuck Aronson would do? I don't know. <laughs> he was. He definitely had, like, a weird presence. Yeah, like, for sure. But I never got the vibe that he yeah, was Yeah, I never like got that. the vibe, so I hope that's not, you know... Word, I hope that's not the case. Not true, not the case. But moving on from... Yeah, let's move on from this. <laughs> How do you feel about music this year? Because I think regardless of the politi- the politics of this year, I think we've had a great year for, for music. music. Yeah, I think so too, to be honest. A lot of great projects dropped, but like my favorite year, my favorite years will always be 2016, 2017, because that really set off the summer mm-hmm. for those two years. And it's just like... Drake with One Dance in 2016, you know, that whole Views album was just great. And um, you had what X blowing up later on that year, December 2016, and being more popular the following year. And then Ski Mask was blowing up too that year. Joji, like, it was just a really crazy scene. 21 Savage released his, what, was it? Did he he release? He released an album in 2017. I'm not sure what it was called. Future? Or was that Savage Mode? I think that's Savage Mode. I think that was 2015, 2016, I think. But 2017, he released a project during the summer, and it had this song called FaceTime on it, and that shit was so fire. I haven't, but, think, um, I haven't listened to a lot of his projects. I haven't listened to a lot of his projects either, but he won a Grammy for, I think, a lot with J. Cole, so props to you for that. Facts. I feel like he definitely changed his style. He did. Like, Obviously, I ain't really listen to him a lot, but like you can still see the progress and growth as an artist. So it's really good to see that and working with more, you know, other people like Cole and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just also very exciting for Cole because like you don't really see him like before then like communicating with other like small, not smaller artists, but like I guess trap artists. I would say, yeah. So it's just really good to see. But this year, this year was phenomenal. Yes, <laughs> this year is very phenomenal. We're already in October. A lot of great projects dropped throughout the year. And I just need that Drake album. Please yeah. drop the album. Just I please. do want to listen to that. I want to be impressed. I want to listen to it and be like, damn, fuck. Like, this I, is what I was missing. Yeah, like, this is what everyone's talking about. Yes. And I want to I wanna get that. And Kanye, we need that Donda. What is it? It's Donda. Donda, yeah. We need Donda, bro. bro he's, he say he's not dropping any music until his music deals are done, which is... That's not going to happen anytime. I don't Soon. know when the fuck that's going to happen. And you heard, I know you heard that snippet on his Twitter. Bro, he I know you heard. snippets. I heard it. The one on the boat. <laughs> oh. That Bro. one. That is, that I need that song. Was, Wasn't like Lauren Hero like sampled on it? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. And y'all know what happens when Kanye samples Lauren Hill. Hit. Platinum. Classic. <laughs> Platinum, regardless. Like. Oh my! This has been a really good year, though. It has really been a good year. Like, what are your like top five, top ten albums of this year? 
top five, I probably I'm definitely throwing Don Tolliver's album in there. Okay. Tame Impala's album. Um Um I think Joji's album is more like a top ten, but I mm-hmm. do really like that album. Um Childish Gambino is definitely top ten. Um I don't know what else to be honest because so, <laughs> like so much great projects came out to see what albums came out what about you all right i'm gonna go on my phone too but it's not gonna be in order but a project that i do love a lot is from surf shout out surf shout out surf. goat things are happening so yeah, stay tuned for that but um surf dropped an album i believe during the summer and that shit goes so hard also like, mac miller's album is in my oh top yeah five. For sure, that was a really good. Album. That was what earlier in the year, I believe, like around yeah. January. Yeah, I listened to that. Honestly, got me through like my first month of college because I was in such a weird. No, yeah. my first month of being at Purchase because I was in such a weird headspace because I was like, I'm transferring, I'm doing all this shit, and I'm like, weird. I felt weird. Mm-hmm. I felt like I didn't belong there. But then when I did start to feel like, oh, I like more kinda, welcome and stuff, like you got adjusted, suited to the environment. Cornwise. <laughs> yeah, I remember that, man. But back to music. Um, what else? Um, another project that's in my top five will probably be. Oh, Meet the Woo 2. Definitely top five. I say Meet the Woo mm-hmm. 2 instead of the album because obviously, as y'all know, Pop Smoke died R.I.P. Pop, man. So he didn't get to finish his album. Mm-hmm. I do like the album, but I just feel like Mitsu has more of his vibe, like more of his. Um, you definitely feel his mm-hmm, presence. Yeah. Versus the um, album is more like feature heavy, and I don't mind the features. A lot of the features work really well on the songs, but I feel like some songs is just like a little snippet of what he said mm-hmm. one time in the studio. And then like they just drag the fuck out of it with a feature. Yeah, I don't like that. And I they've been doing that a lot with X too. And like they did that a lot album. with X and um they didn't do that with Juice World. And I'm really glad they did no. it. No. I feel like his album was mainly mostly done. Yeah, it was like probably like eighty percent done I would say. Yeah. So um and also, also a good album. It is a good album and it's just like with Juice World a lot of leaks be happening like with this man alone like last year i believe he had like probably like a hundred something songs leaked if i'm not mistaken yeah. like this dude has endless amount of tracks so this dude is set like he's straight <laughs> for like more like albums and i believe a deluxe should be coming out this month Ooh. i believe little bibby said that i'm oh, not- gonna be on the album Nah, I think he's like one of his, I think Lil Baby was like a manager or something, or like he was managing the album, and he said there will be a deluxe, I think, sometime this month. I'm not 100% sure, but I'll check Twitter for sources. <laughs> Interesting. But also, um, Jaden Smith's album, have you listened to that? Sadly, I have not. I'm going to get to it soon, that's though. That's really but good. Um, another album of mine that's in my top five for this year is definitely Lil Uzi Vert versus The World 2. <laughs> like, EA is great, but... Lil Uzi Vert versus the world too, <laughs> bro. It had literally almost everything I wanted, bro. Fucking Bean with Sheev Keith, and shout out Sheev Keith for producing that song too. Like people be complaining how like the OG version sounds better, but I don't care, bro. Be grateful we got the fucking song. <laughs> and like that's a fact. We had what that just like that project just slaps like front to back, and it's just like that what's up song with Future. What's, what's up? up? Like yo. I need that album too from them. That would be a good album. Yo, like Future and Lil Uzi on a song is so fucking phenomenal. And it's just, I need more of that. Yes. 
Um, Weekend's album is in my top five. Unfortunately, I didn't listen to that either. That I'm slacking. <laughs> so good. Like that was another quarantine album mm-hmm. that when I listened to it, it just hit me because it was like. It's a love album, but you know, The weekend is kind of toxic because his yeah, lyrics are very like... Never need a bitch, I'm what a bitch need. <laughs> his lyrics are like that. So, you know, you definitely get that vibe on yeah. some of the songs. So, and I really like the production. Like, I really like the beats on this album. I'm about to listen to it because I ain't really listen to it like that. It's, um, it's really good. Trust another me. album. Well, I believe it's a EP or mini, pro- whatever it is. It's a project. Yes. So, one of my... Um, well, that this is like one well, number three right now mm-hmm. that that I'm saying. Um, it's No Love Lost by West Coast artist Blast. I'm not sure if you're familiar with his music, but this song, what this album came out, I believe it was either September or August, or August. And like, I just listened to it, and like, each track is just so amazing. It's just like these West Coast artists are really brilliant, but it's just like he he has like he doesn't really have that West Coast sound like these other artists have, like Mozzie or mm-hmm. Mosey. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing his name wrong, but um, or not like Shoreline Mafia. Like he doesn't really have music like that, but like it just hits different. Like just whenever you have the chance, just listen to that project. Like I feel like that got me through like a moment where I was just like confused and stuff, and I'm like, yo, this is what I needed. Send it to me. I got you right now. Um, also, I think last album I'll bring up is Logic's because Logic's mm-hmm. album like. That caught me off guard because he retired. Yeah. And we've had a bunch of conversations about Logic. Like, yeah, that's one of my favorite artists because when I first started listening to him, I was in eighth grade and I listened to his first project, his first album. And I was like, bro, like, who is this white dude? (laughs) Exactly. Like when he first came out, I'm like, yo, this dude is not bad. And then I did my research. I found out he was biracial and then. Everybody found out he was biracial. Like, <laughs> his third album. It's just like he just it just became a topic for his music. Like like for certain thought like for certain songs will be the theme. And it's just like bro, we got it. <laughs> yeah, I've now like I feel like after everybody he, he made it a joke. And yeah. it's just something to laugh at. Now. It's just something to laugh at now. And it's just like Logic is a very, very great artist. Like me personally, I didn't like a lot of projects he released after everybody yeah. that's just me personally but i still think he's a very great phenomenal lyricist did you listen to no pressure i did not listen that's his mo- most recent that's project right yeah one. i did not listen to no pressure sadly but i will get to it soon and i heard that song gave off like some under pressure vibes definitely under pressure and like between um incredible true story vibes i'm gonna have to listen to that project it's like once you listen to that first song you're like yeah i'm listening right. to the rest this of this nigga snapping yes and it's just like Logic has always been great. Like, I just like to poke fun at him sometimes because it's funny. <laughs> I get that. You also like to poke fun at Travis Scott because of I one do of like our mutual post, friends. <laughs> I do like to poke fun at Travis Scott. Me, personally, I do love his music. But it's just like, I feel like certain like stands are very, very toxic and they be nut-hugging or dick-riding certain artists. And I get that. <laughs> we Everyone thinks right certain artists, but it's just like, I feel like Travis Scott, like, fan base is just super annoying. Uh, yeah, <laughs> That's just me personally. And I'll say the same towards Nicki and Beyonce. Oh, bro, Nicki groups. Minaj just had her baby. Have you seen the Nicki Minaj baby memes? I have. I saw a video of someone holding their baby. I'm guessing it's an old video. And mm-hmm. they were rapping a Nicki Minaj verse <laughs> to make the baby go quiet. And the baby went quiet. <laughs> Streets is saying the father was couldn't be in the hospital that day. Like... Could it be nowhere near the room? I don't. I don't. 
get why she is with someone that is who a is a known sex offender. registered sex offender. And her brother is also a very known registered sex offender who's locked up currently for what he did. It's a and cycle it's just here. like it's a, it's a cycle. And it's just I can't fathom how y'all people defend how y'all stands defend this woman. Like she was hot when she first dropped. Don't get me wrong. But it's just like I lost all respect for her during 2018 when Travis dropped um, Astroworld. Mm-hmm. And she like she had like her podcast. I'm not sure if she still does. But she was on her podcast blaming Stormy for fucking <laughs> Travis Scott. So I was like, Bro. do you know how fucking stupid you sound and how like childish that is to blame? She was complaining about the merch. Um, blaming the merch. Sold and how that yeah, counts toward like, album sales. How like she used how like Travis used Stormy as sales for the merch and stuff for Astroworld. And it's just like. You did this exact same thing selling merch for albums. Where then she did it with Six Nine. It's just exactly you even added Six Nine songs to boost your views, and that shit Facts. did not help you. You were I number two. That. I remember that. She was mad. She was really. She mad. was super mad. So I lost all respect for her during that time. But Travis Scott is one of the best artists of this generation. I would say definitely. Like, I think you need to see him perform. I do. Once need to you see him, him perform, perform, you're gonna understand why people are like, "I need a mosh." Oh to shit! I need a mosh to his music, <laughs> bro. Moshing to his music is beautiful. Like man, it's like everybody just doesn't care about life, but what's in front of them. Exactly. That's why I love concerts so much. I like, love I love concerts so much too. All bro. your bullshit is at the door, mm-hmm. and you're just like you're just enjoying yourself, having a good time yes. with all these random people who feel the exact same way that you do right now at that very moment. Yes, because everyone is living the moment. Like, yeah, it's cool to film. Me personally, I do love filming, like um, you know, certain segments of the shows mm-hmm. for memories or not. You're just playing my jam. I need to see this shit again. Facts. But um, it's very cool. But me personally, I like going to like smaller concerts. Yeah, just cause you could really feel the vibe and connect with the artists more there. Just cause it's not cause like they're not really known. It's just cause I feel like it's more humbling. It's more humbling experience, and it's just like they'll soon transition to that huge arena, um, stage in their life as an artist. But going to the shows when it's just like a fucking bar or whatever it is those are like the best those ones. are the best like that's all i've gone to like the biggest show i've gone to was with daniel terminal five for rich brian mm-hmm. and them niggas did not play that shit was around the whole block bro like trying to get in like them the asians really went hard for him and i'm really glad they did yeah terminal like, five i lost my keys at terminal five because <laughs> i went when i was at the Jane smith concert he played Icon last. Oh, my God. And I'm, I'm like, I put my, I'm starting to record, and then I'm like, nah, fuck that. I got to mosh. Exactly. I got to mosh to this. I got, you just got and to. And then I'm rapping with this. Like, I turned around. And you're rapping with this. I turned around. This dude is in front of me. We're going crazy front to front. And then I turn around, start going crazy. I'm, I pull my phone out like a dumbass. Oh. And I'm recording phone hit somebody's chest falls on the floor yeah, and i remember you told me you had to push niggas to get to your phone I, when i tell you i was in kill mode <laughs> i was ready to rip someone's head off i was like get out of the, the way, way. <laughs> i um, keep looking on the floor like, i can't live it everybody's like this was I'm that like, the last show you went to um was it the last show i think it was because that oh, was wow. in november Oh shit! Yeah, I remember that. So yeah, I think that was because then I got sick. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. The last show I went to was earlier this year, actually, before quarantine happened, and I'm that, very grateful that for that. I went with my boy Chris, and we saw the. Why do I keep on saying Chris? I've been saying that throughout the whole segment. T. It's Noah. 
Ooh. It's just his name <laughs> on Facebook is Chris. So <laughs> my fault, bro. But yeah, I went with my boy Noah. Mm-hmm. And um, we went to the Josiah and Snot tour. Um, it was it was in Brooklyn. We went. It was one of their shows that they had, and we didn't even pay. One of his friends gave us tickets, and I'm like, That's my boy Noah was like, "Yo, bro, you want to go to the Jaseya X Not show?" And I'm like, "Fuck it, we out." And then like we mosh, like me and this dude mosh for like eight, like six, eight songs. Mm-hmm. We we're just going crazy in a mosh field. Like they played for Nito. <laughs> I had to go crazy. As you should, man. I really hope that concerts open up again. I was supposed to see Don because Don was going to go on yeah, tour. Yeah, I remember that. With thing with, with Weekend and he was going to do like some select shows before he went on tour with him. Mm-hmm. And I was I was going to go to both. I was going to find a way to go Fuck to you. the Heaven or Hell one and I was going to find a way to go to the Weekend one. But it's Quarantine happened like, and then all this fucking yeah. COVID shit is Fucked up mad opportunities, man. And I feel like we're not going to get any fucking shows till... Probably next year. Hopefully next year, I would say. Hopefully, because we I don't think know. around like spring, we should we should see some reopening. Hopefully, I hope so. Honestly, because this other wave gonna hit pretty hard too. So yeah, I definitely think we're gonna get a new wave. I think they're gonna close. I think we're gonna quarantine for like at least a month. Yeah, I feel like November we're not really gonna go outside. Like November, much. December, I yeah. feel like. And I'm not mad because it's cold. Yeah, I'm not going to be mad either. <laughs> be my blanket on the couch. Like, like, and I'm the type of nigga to still have the AC on blast when it's cold out. Nah, so. y'all, <laughs> because you and and your brother talk about that on the PlayStation party. I don't know how y'all do Yo, that. Yo, bro, like. Y'all crazy. My room be so cold, bro. Like, I dead ass be getting sick because of my room, bro. And just like, I wake up just to lower the fucking, the, the temperature and I'll mm. go back to sleep. <laughs> Bro, I turn. I don't use my AC that much because, like, my mom is very like, "Don't use the AC unless I yeah. tell you to." And I'm like, "All right, bro, you, you got, got it. it." So I use the fan, but when the fan does not hit and I be sweating, bro, God. I get the ring of sweat around my around shirt. Here. I get sweat everywhere, bro. And I be like, <laughs> like I used to sleep in the living room for some time, and there was no AC in the living room during this time period. So all I had was a fan. And, bro, I'll be sweating buckets just sitting there, bro. Like, fucking sweat dripping down my fat. <laughs> it was just ridiculous, bro. <laughs> this does not sound pretty. Yeah, it does not. <sighs> Is there... Let me see how we're doing on time. It's about an hour 20. Is there anything you want to say to the peeps before we wrap things up? I just want to apologize for fucking up my boy Noah's name. <laughs> I kept on saying Chris throughout the whole segment. I really... I feel genuinely stupid right now for just saying that. Ooh. But shout out Noah, I love you, bro. Um, shout out Elwap, miss you. No, shout out to all my friends. Like I really appreciate y'all, and it's just like, thank you for just riding with me throughout this fucking journey. I'm just getting started though. Yes. We <laughs> so are stay only tuned. The We're all just getting started. Stay tuned. Big things are happening. Go things. And with that said, we're gonna wrap things up. I'm gonna catch y'all in the next one.